Wiggity. Welcome to Man Fully Alive Podcast. My name is Mike with a mic. And I'm Deacon and Nick. Welcome to Holy Thursday. This Boom. is literally the last supper. And the last supper. And it is the and more. first of the holy, holy, holy triduum. Woot, woot, woot. Oh yeah. You got one day one of three days of right. amazing. And of amazement. I think, man, people don't know they don't know the full significance of this. And you know what? Guess what? Neither do we. It'll it'll be unveiled to us in time. That's but right. we do have a pretty good idea what's going on here well, because church, we know how some of the parts of the story end. Yeah, the church is so smart and, 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 and guides us through this journey to be able to experience the highs, the lows, and the glory of this amazing season of the Triduum. It, it's like nothing else. It's mm-hmm. like nothing else. It's, it's, not, it's not just Christmas season. It's not just Lent or Advent. It's not, I mean, it is... It is Unto itself. Yeah, this is this is the culmination of 40 days of waiting. Yes. That we are about to enter into the Triduum. And, you know, you probably have had some level of sacrifice going into this Lent. You probably haven't heard from us in a while, too. Yeah. That's, and it's very sacrificial, I it's, believe. Yeah, it was, it was probably <laughs> sacrificial as heck. But <laughs> when we get into Holy Thursday, why don't we get into it? But let's start actually in a prayer. Yes. What do you say? You yes. want to kick it? Yes, absolutely. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Lord, help us to do away with all the distractions, all of the busyness and the craziness. Lord, we, we know we still, we still have families, we still have work, we still have all these responsibilities. But help us, Lord, help us to focus on you, to understand the great mystery that you are unraveling during this most holy of seasons during the Triduum. Help us to appreciate the gifts you give us in this holy Thursday as we anticipate Good Friday and Easter. Bring us, Lord, to that emotional place, that that state of mind that we may focus on you and recognize the importance of this season. Yeah, like let us digest like the apostles did like the disciples did yes this last meal with our lord and help us to yield the nourishment from this podcast and from the word that you share with us through the gospels amen amen Son, holy spirit amen. <laughs> i like that digest you know savor to savor yeah savor you know yeah. I think if, if ever there was a day within the liturgical calendar year where we should say, taste and see the goodness of the Lord, oh, yeah. it is today. Oh, yes. It is today. This is this is every every food <laughs> reference we can use. We're going to use them in this podcast today. <laughs> right. So uh, dig in. Yes, dig in for real. Um, you know, today is is the celebration of, the remembrance of Jesus giving us two of the greatest gifts well, the greatest gift and, and, and the gift that gives us the gift, right? Yeah. So it's the institution of the Eucharist, which is the gift itself. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal, which is, I mean, dig in, right? Yeah. But also, Chow down. also the gift of the priesthood by which we receive the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. You know, every year during Holy Week, 
um, in every diocese, there is, in, in conjunction with, on the same day usually as Holy Thursday and the Holy Thursday Mass, there's also what is called the Chrism Mass. And the Chrism Mass is celebrated by the bishop of the diocese and all of his priests. And it's a time for them to renew their vows of priesthood and obedience to their bishop. This is the equivalent of the anniversary for priests, right? Yes, yes. This is where they actually, it's interesting. In fact, at that Mass, they will often announce like the 10-year, the 25-year, and the 50-year anniversaries of all the priests in the diocese mm-hmm. because this is when they receive their priesthood. Holy Thursday is, is the day we celebrate that because it is at the uh, the Last Supper in which Jesus gives them their power and authority to go out and, and to preach and to and to sanctify and to bring the Eucharist. Well, let's uh, let's and cut into it. this feast. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So, so the Last Supper is actually uh, the celebration of the Passover meal, which comes to us from the Old Testament. Of course, the Passover is celebrated because whenever Moses uh, went and helped release the Israelites from slavery from Pharaoh, mm-hmm. um, the the angel of the Lord passed over the houses of the Israelites who had obeyed Moses. The angel of death. Yes, that's right. Not the angel of the Lord, the angel of death. The angel of death, that's right. Who passed over the houses of the Israelites who obeyed Moses and had painted the doorpost with the blood of the lamb that they had sacrificed. But all of the Egyptians, families and animals, the firstborn (laughs) male in every family and every animal family, was killed. Died. Yeah. Died. Right, and so they give thanks to the Lord for sparing them, and bringing them into freedom. Right, bringing them into the promised land eventually. So they get they get out of slavery. They yeah. cross the Red Sea. They follow Moses and for this, forty years. And this could have been foregone had Pharaoh released the Jews. Right, released his slaves. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it was so one of the is, ten plagues. Exactly. Finally, finally, you know, Pharaoh was so hard of heart he wouldn't let them go. He wouldn't let them praise. The, in fact, they didn't even ask originally for full freedom. Yeah. They simply asked for the ability to go and pray to their Lord. Mm-hmm. And Pharaoh it was, it was said, just for freedom not. of worship. That's freedom right. of worship alone. We want to worship our God. That's right. That That's was it. it. The and Egyptian Pharaoh said gods no. will be it. So Jesus and his apostles are celebrating the memorial of this occasion of the Passover when Jesus transforms the Passover meal. Which is one of the largest moments of Jewish tradition because he was right. a Jew, right? Yes, yes he was. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, the cutest story I think I've heard in recent years. Cute? Uh, yes, no, cute. All really right, let's cute. get into cute it. Cute and funny. So, uh, I can at, chew on that. At our local Catholic <laughs> school, a, a young child raised their hand during religion class and asked, were Joseph and Mary upset with Jesus for converting to Christianity from Judaism? <laughs> and I thought that was the cutest thing in the world. What a, what a depth of understanding for, I literally like a kindergartner asked this question. I was yeah. like, that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so the reading from Palm Sunday is led up, right? They have this big procession of he's being welcomed into the town on the palm branches. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, I, I just, I, I heard a... Uh, just this past week, we had the the Palm Sunday reading, and uh, the, the priest said, there's these two donkeys walking, and they're walking away. And one of the donkeys was one of the donkeys, the, the donkey that Jesus rode on. And he goes, you know, last week I was, uh, I, was a, I was somebody. 
you know, they, they were, they were, don't they know who I am? Haven't they forgot? Have they just forgotten who I am? They were, they were celebrating me as I was walking through. And I, I was, I was like, the, I felt like the king of all the donkeys. And the other donkey looks over at him and he goes, you idiot. <laughs> it was because Jesus was with you. Now you don't have him. So you're just not as, just not as great. Oh. Right. And that's kind of a takeaway of like when we're separated from the Lord, when we don't have the Lord with us anymore, there's an emptiness, right? There's not the fulfillment that we once had. Right, right. And Jesus didn't want to be separated from us like that, Mm-mm. which brings us to the Last Supper. The Last Supper. Right, right. The Last Supper is so important because not only does he give us the Eucharist, he teaches his apostles how to, you know, to, to say the prayers, essentially. Yeah. Do this in memory of <clears throat> me. Do this in memory of me. Do so, this. So he gives them the Eucharist, but... But in order to do the Eucharist, he gives them the power and the authority through the priesthood. You know, Jesus didn't want to be separated from us, just like that donkey, right? Yeah, no kidding. So that poor donkey, he's yeah. all by himself, but not us. We have Mm-mm. Jesus because he wants to give him, give us himself through the Eucharist. So And to stay with us, to yes. dwell with us, and, and for us to be able to continually find him and dwell, have us literally gnaw on him. Exactly. And, and, and for carry the, him with me. For the entire existence of the world, right? Until we behold him in heaven. And so yeah, he didn't want to leave right? us. Yeah, in his wholeness, in his fullness. Absolutely. So <clears throat> you have the institution of the Eucharist by which Jesus teaches them what does it mean? Uh, well, the institution of the Eucharist, but also the priesthood. He says, what does it mean to be a servant? Mm-hmm. Right? And so the the gospel during this, this uh, mass is so powerful. Jesus stands up, takes off his outer garments, wraps a towel around his waist, and he washes the, their feet. This this is more than just symbolic. This is astounding to the apostles. I mean, this is their rabbi whom they respect, mm-hmm. whom they are supposed to wash his feet, whom they are supposed to follow everything he does. And he's telling them, I am giving you an example. I am giving you a new commandment to serve one another. And, as I am serving you. And and even more than that, we also still see that the that the disciples are steeped in pride. Peter oh, yeah. is exceptionally because he's says, Lord, this is servant saying to the master, right? Lord, you will never wash my feet. I know, right, right. As if as if he knew what is proper in this situation. Yes. yes. Yeah, he's yeah. being he's being educated as we speak. And 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 we <laughs> find ourselves with that same steeping pride. When, when surrounded with experience and wisdom on more occasions than not. There's well, just the natural tendency and think for about humans symbolic, to catch their mouth, yeah. catch their foot in their mouth. Think about symbolically what Jesus is doing here. He is washing them. <clears throat> and to a certain extent, he's kind of like, he's kind of like, it's a small version of baptism, right? He's mm-hmm. washing them clean. Us too, we're, we're cleansed of original sin from baptism, but we go to reconciliation to be cleansed. Could you imagine if I were in reconciliation and said, no, Jesus, you will never cleanse me. Yeah. Well, then I would be lost in my sin forever. Forever. I, I would not be forgiven. And and yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's a good example to show that we can't have the original attitude of Peter. We have to come to no. the, the more mature version yeah. of Peter. Yeah. Uh, where he accepts God's full mercy after denying him three times. Yeah. And, and for the next couple of days... He's going to have a lot to chew on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As we get st- deeper and deeper into this Holy Triduum. <clears throat> so we have the Holy Priesthood and the Holy Eucharist. 
and the washing of the feet, giving the apostles an understanding of what the priesthood means. Priesthood doesn't mean lording over other people, telling them what to do, giving them chores, or giving them hard burdens. That's what Jesus said the Pharisees did. Mm -hmm. They did it wrong. We are to be servants, right? Priests, deacons, bishops are to be servants to their people, to help them grow in holiness, to give them the tools necessary to seek God, the way to the find God. The way the shepherd is of the sheep, right? Yes. Yeah, serving to their needs so that they can grow to their full fullest potential. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, I think it's an appropriate time for us to celebrate Holy Thursday and to think about the great difficulty the church has gone through in recent years with the priesthood. And to think, you know what? Originally, it was not so. Originally, Jesus' idea for the priesthood is service. And you know what? The church will get there again because we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I just wanted to throw that out there because I think some people might be rightfully so wounded, hurt by the church. Yeah, betrayed. Yeah, sure. Uh, And I think it's a good time for us to recognize that the priesthood is a gift. And that doesn't mean that every priest is, but the office is, and and so necessary. The other part of this is is that even, even at any point in time, we put the apostles and the disciples up on pedestals. Yes. Saying that at some point they, they transcended their human nature. Yeah. And at every point along the way, we're reminded of Peter's humanity because we are like Peter, right? We yes. are like Thomas. We are like all of the disciples. And, and we're going to find areas in different phases of our life where we're going to identify directly with one of these disciples because every point of Jesus's three-year ministry had a moment where these disciples spoke out of turn or said that Jesus, this is a difficult teaching, literally just saying, I don't get it. Right. Right. And, and sometimes Jesus had to go so far as to say, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Like literally wow. you, you've given into the wrong voice here in your right. head. There's, yeah. there's, there's a good and there's a bad here, but that's the point is that if, if at any point our church wasn't composed of humans, right? We're not the church. Then we're not the church. And, and oftentimes people are like, well, I'm going to go to church today. And you're thinking of the building. Yeah. But without the people in it, there would be no church. That that building has no life, no power, and no authority anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The people are the church. So when, when Christ is founding his church upon Peter, he's founding the humanity and the body of Christ within the people surrounded at the Last Supper. That's right. That's right. You know, it's it's a good reminder. You know, it's so good that the gospel is filled with all these moments of Peter messing up because, man, he was so human. He was so human. And, and we're reminded today through these scandals that our priests are human and weak and prone to sin just like anybody else. It is not the person who we uphold. It is the office. And clericalism, you know, maybe it's a good thing. Clericalism is really by the wayside now. Mm-hmm. It's it's not about putting deacons and priests and bishops up on a pedestal. It's about recognizing that they are supposed to be the servants of the church that lead us towards Christ. And uh, hopefully we can celebrate that today because it's Holy Thursday. Yeah, you just need to kind of think of the, the priest in the light of where the priest fulfills, which is the, price, the priest is the, the doctor of the soul, right? When something has gone wrong with our souls, the priest is the clerical healer of that rift that happens within our spiritual selves. 
we think of the doctor as the physical health, right? We think of the, uh, the gym as kind of the, the training ground by which the physical body grows stronger. Think of the priest as the guide path by which we grow from sick to healthy within our own souls and spiritual lives. And the church as the physical gym for our souls, right? The, the spiritual gym for our souls. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite titles for Jesus is, is the, the divine physician. Mm-hmm. And priests play an integral role in that, in Correct. bringing in bringing the healing power of Christ. They are not they are they are necessary Absolutely. for our salvation, because they bring about the sacraments that we need. Yes, it, especially the Eucharist. It's one of those chicken and the eggs things. You know, you you can't have the Eucharist without the priesthood, and you don't really have the priesthood without, without the, the Eucharist. Eucharist. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. So you know, and then we we finish up this beautiful Holy Thursday liturgy in this somber recessional uh this this reposition of the holy eucharist being carried out no longer in the tabernacle in the sanctuary but in a different place of repose where we go and we abide with him Uh, it is it is traditional to go and spend a holy hour sometime before midnight during holy thursday Mm -hmm. uh, after the service and it's a beautiful time to be with the lord to prepare ourselves for what is to come. Stay awake, be ready, for you do not know the hour when the Lord is coming. And it is a reminder that should stick with us every day for the rest of our lives. Because we can be caught in sin at any moment, right? Yes. So we need to stay awake, be sober, be vigilant, right? Yes. And this is where it calls to those that that, that find their their comfort in, in drink and food. And to, to a point, when you find yourself in sacrifice, right? When you find yourself in that moment where you're like, man, I really could use a drink right now. Christ did it first, okay? On the cross, he had a... He, he had right. the, 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 the hyssop. The hyssop, That's right. right? Soaked in wine. And at the Last Supper, wine is a part of that uh, Last Supper. Um, as an understanding of, of the, the, the Jewish tradition uh, for the Passover but also a representation, a symbol of the blood of Christ that is to come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is the final blood offering, right? When he says, I am the sacrificial lamb. I am the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are those who are called to the supper of the lamb. Yes, He's referring to not only the last supper, right? The supper of the lamb, but himself being the final blood offering relating all the way back to the sacrifice of Isaac. That's right. That was, that was to happen via Abraham and the Abraham promise. That's right. right? That's beautiful too, because yeah, in fact, so here we go. We're getting ready for good Friday tomorrow. And uh, just like Abraham was going to offer Isaac, but didn't. Mm -hmm. And instead God provided the Ram, right? Yeah. Now God, the father is about to provide the The lamb lamb. and the lamb is his, only begotten son. So there's no more personal a sacrifice than for the Lord to give of himself to be the final blood offering that would end all need for sacrificial blood offerings going forward. Yes. Satisfying that need once and for all. And so when, when our Protestant brothers come out and say just the phrase, you know, we are cleansed by the blood of a lamb. That is true. Yes. That is true, but it's not the fullness of the truth without the Eucharist, right? right. And it's in remembrance of me. We are remembered and we're united with the Lord. 
Amen. Amen. What do you say? How about uh, we, we close this up in prayer? All right. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Holy Father, dwell with us this evening. Dwell with us. Help us to stay awake and be ready and be prepared for the hour that you come again. Help us to, to be like Jesus and be strong enough that we can say, not my will, but your will be done. Lord, not let, even though our desire is to let this cup pass, right? To, to, to not go through with the sacrifices you asked. Our natural weakness and our, our fear of sin and our fear of uh, sacrifice especially. But help us to turn to you in those moments of brokenness and pain and anger and to say, not my will, Lord, but yours be done. We ask this through the intercession of your of your beautiful and blessed mother, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> for all of us at Manfully Live Podcast, happy Holy Thursday. I'm Mike with a mic. I'm Deacon Nick. God bless. Peace. Peace.